Good uh, morning, everybody. December 7th of 2023. And I want to thank you once again for joining today's live show. And uh, I also want to thank each and every one of you who put God's wins all over the chat and all over the comment section because we love to remind our adversary that God does win and our enemy is a loser. So again, encourage yourself today that God does win in every area of our lives. So I love it. So I see, oh, Sweden is in the house. And I've also seen Netherlands and Singapore and South Africa and New Zealand and Canada and Indonesia. So wherever you are at watching this live show across the United States of America or all over the world, we just want to welcome all of our brothers and sisters in Christ and Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in each day. Thank you for turning in, uh, you're turning into the word of God and believing God and what he's saying and not what you are seeing all around you. Because right now is the most important time to be alive, but it's also the most important time as a believer of the body of Christ to walk by faith and not by sight. Because things that are portrayed as good or evil is being betrayed as good and good as evil. So we have to be very cautious at this very point in time because even God said in the written word that his own elect would be deceived. So we have to be very cautious and stay alert and attentive at what is going on and what God is saying and not what the enemies are doing. So we are going to make a declaration. <laughs> and determination and we're going to hold each other accountable to walk by faith and not by sight because we are in a war of disinformation we are in a war of the narratives are completely uh, a lie and they're meant to discourage you they're meant to bring fear they're meant to bring um you into submission into the enemy's power so what we are going to do in this hour god said it's the hour of power so we are going to receive the power of almighty God. We're going to receive the revelations from heaven that he so uh, gives us and blesses us with every single day. And we just, honestly, I just thank God all the time. We should all thank him that he's giving us these revelations, that he's giving us these prophetic words, that he's giving us the right words for this very day and this very hour. Words that you need to hear about regarding your own life, things in your, maybe your, your, your children or your finances, what's going on in your nation. God is always, he always has the answer. He will always get you out of every situation because he is the way maker. He is the way he's the truth and he's a life. And I was just reading that again in the book of John, that he is the way he's the truth and he's the life. And so when we are focusing on that, we're focusing on God, we're focusing on what he is saying, then we do not have fear. We will not be in worry. We will not be in doubt. We will not give in to that fear. We will not give in to the lies of the enemy. And so I told you many times in the last couple of weeks, the Lord has given me, like he'll give me a phrase or a sentence, or he'll give me a word. And so this morning when I was studying, he kept giving me the word shaking. So um, I did look up a prophetic word that he gave uh, the end of last year, which is extremely powerful. It is for now. I'm just going to read just a tiny little bit of it. 
along with the scriptures and anything else that the Lord has to reveal to us about shaking and what is going on right now and the intensity of that shaking and what we should expect. Because if we are listening to Almighty God and he's telling us that he's been warning us, he's been telling us about what is to come. And so if we are prepared for what is to come and in the midst of all that shaking, we won't be shaken. We will not be moved. We will not get into fear and we will not give up and quit to what we are seeing because that's exactly the enemy's plan. The enemy's plan is to discourage you. The enemy's plan is to weigh you down. The enemy's plan is to get you into hopelessness and despair. The enemy's plan is to get you to the point where you are looking at only the how things are impossible and not the God whom nothing is impossible. And so we have to have the right perspective of what is going on. And so when we are doing that and we're filling that chat with God wins, we're reminding ourselves and everybody else around the world and who is watching now or later on that God does win. And it should give you that encouragement and it should give you that hope of whatever you're facing in your life today. Don't ever give in because God is the end to all of the darkness that you are facing because God is that light and that light destroys all darkness. And again, like he's been telling us over and over that there has been a gross darkness, a uh, darkness that's been in this world has been filling this world with evil and lies and deception. That darkness has grown bigger and more controlling to the world. But remember what God has been saying over and over, even though it may be darker, even though it may be even more impossible, God's light, he's going to cut off the enemies of almighty God. And his light is going to destroy all of that darkness. So hold on, brothers and sisters in Christ. God is on the move. So before I get to this today, if you do have any prayer requests or praise reports, please go to our website at jgminternational.org under our contact page. Or you can write us at Julie Green Ministries International, 4620 East 53rd Street, Suite 200, Davenport, Iowa, 52807. All that information is in the description box below. Now, next week, you will see me pre-recording because I'll be in Tulare, California with the Reawaken America Tour. I'm so looking forward to that. Um, each and every one of those events are just awesome. And I love seeing how God is putting all these things together and waking people up. So if you want more information, you can go to our website at jgminternational.org under our events page. And then next month in January, we will be in Grand Ridge, Florida with Brother Timothy Dixon, Amanda Grace, Emmanuel Johnson, and so many others. And I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, it is a great time. And so I know our whole entire family and our entire team is looking forward to being there and meeting you. So hope you guys all can join us there. Um, and also, if you are on any social media platform, if there is anybody saying that they're us and they're asking you for money, that is not us. So ignore them, report them. We never ask you for money. You know that JGMI, we uh, do not ask. And so do not give anyone who says that they are us uh, money on any of these social media uh, uh, accounts because a lot of them have been falsified and are fake, especially on uh, YouTube. We're not on YouTube right now. And when I get back on YouTube, I will let you know. Okay, so today is a day I wanna go over shaking. 
because God's been giving us many prophetic words and he's been saying that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And I know that there's on the hearts of many people because that's why the Lord brought it up to me today of what does that mean that everything that can be shaken will be. So I'm going to go over a few things with you, a few scriptures with you and this prophetic word. Now look at, listen to this one. The Lord gave, uh, this is just one out of many that he gave regarding the word shakings. And he's been warning us about that for some time. So this was December 28th of 2022. So almost a year ago now. And this prophetic word is called a shakeup is coming to the government of the United States. Now, even though this was a year ago, remember, it doesn't matter how old the prophetic word is. Most of the Bible was written in prophecy. So don't just like shoot away just because it was a year ago. Listen to the words that God is speaking. Again, it's called a shakeup is coming to the government of the United States. December 28th of 2022. I'm just reading part of it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. This says, for I, the Lord, this day, I'm telling my children to prepare for what is coming. A great shaking, a great shift, a great exchange, a great overturning, a great shock is coming. I told you, my children, about the enemies, what the enemies were trying to do, what they have been attempting to pull off world worldwide. I've been warning you that what can be shaken will be shaken. So remember to stand, remember my words, remember your authority. It's imperative for you to know the power of my name and the power of the blood of Jesus. The time has come to choose what you believe and what side you are on. Something big is about to shake my eagle, my United States. The shaking will expose and the shaking will bring truth to destroy every lie. It will bring a shock to this world about what they pulled off in front of you and what their next plans were against you and against the world. Another virus. Now, he said this a year ago. I'm going to stop right here for a second. He was warning us. This is just one of many that he's warned us about another virus that the enemies were trying to pull off. Now we're seeing another virus in China. Again, this prophetic word was from a year ago, warning us about another virus. It says, so another virus, yes, and more than one. So now he's saying it's not just one. Shortages that would bring starvation to the entire world while they lay up and continue to pile up food and products for themselves when the world suffered and died. This is what they wanted. He said, they lied and have stolen from you in every possible, in every way possible. They are liars. Their power, their control, their governments, their court systems, their social media companies, their news agencies, their major corporations, Hollywood, and many governments around the world with all the liars and thieves and murderers. Don't give in to their lies anymore. They lie every day in every way to keep their control over you. Wake up to the truth. Wake up to my authority. 
I have given to you. Wake up now, my children, from sleep that has kept you under their submission and caused so many people to surrender. It's coming, the end to all of this, but it will get bumpy. It will shake like never before. Unusual things will intensify. News reports will scream the worst of times. But it's a lie. To keep you where you are. That's why I repeat all the time. So get this down in your hearts where your enemies cannot steal it. For you to stand and not to lay down and quit. And to give in to their uh, subduction and their control. My children, the time has come for you to war like never before. Use my name like never before. Fight like never before. Darkness will appear to overtake my nation. Now listen to what he's warning. He said, darkness will appear to overtake my nation. But when that happens, my light will come and destroy their darkness once and for all. So my children, I say again, get to know me today like never before. Get into my word today to know the truth. So in this time of intense shaking, you won't shake at all. It's time for my church to be in control. It's time for my church to know who they are. It's time for my church to fight. It's time for my church to take back what belongs to them and take it all back now. The power, the wealth, the governments, the news media, social media, the corporate world, take it all back. It was never meant for Satan and his people. My children, I have given you everything on this earth to spread my good news. The world kept my church poor, so they couldn't obey my command to fulfill these instructions. They stole your churches and they stole money through deception and lies. So take it all back now. It's time for my church to rise up to be the church that hell will not prevail against, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. So that is just the first part of that prophetic word back in December 28th of 2022. And he had me look this one up and read out to you this prophetic word and remind you what he's been saying over a year ago. He's been saying this and he's been repeating over and over about what this time is. It is a time where it may appear darker. It's a time where things are about to intensify. It's a time where everything that can be shaken will be shaken. It's a time where things are going to appear worse than they actually are. And God even specifically said in that word that it may appear darker, but it's a lie. The enemies are trying to do everything right now to get you to believe in their power, their control. He even used the word subduction. They are trying to manipulate and to deceive you into believing that they have the power and control to take over your nation, that they have the power and control to take away your freedom. And we have been learning over the last couple of weeks that they do not have the power to take something away that has been given by Almighty God. The only way they can do that is to deceive you out of what's rightfully yours. Just like what happened in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve already had the power, 
But when Satan came in, that serpent came in, he came in, twisted the word of God. They believed it and they were deceived into handing over the power and authority and dominion upon this earth that God had already given to them. Think about that for a minute. Our enemy knows scripture. They do. They know how to manipulate it. They know how to twist it. And that's what the churches and a lot of religion has done to deceive God's people out of their power, out of their authority, and out of their dominion that they already have. When Adam lost it, remember what God spoke and what he said to the serpent. The seed of a woman is going to bruise your head. The seed of that woman was Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came to take back the keys from hell, death, and the grave. Jesus was the second Adam. He has got back all that power and authority and dominion that Adam lost. And so he said, you go in my name. We are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. He's a lawful owner of all things. So we cannot be deceived in allowing our enemies to tell us that they have this control, to tell us that they have this dominion, to tell us that they have this power over us because they don't. And that's why it's so important that I tell you every day, to get into the word of God, because that's where that truth is going to come in, where you will now believe and you will have that faith to believe that God does win, that he's a judge over all the earth. And I read you yesterday in Psalm 33, and I read you in um, Psalm, I think it was 35 or 37, I have to go back and look, but about how he cuts off the enemy. God does cut off the enemy. God is the most high God. And if we're focused on that God is the most high God, and we're focused that God wins, then all of these distractions and all of these things that the enemies are trying to do, we won't comply to that lie. It's so imperative for you and I to know this truth right now, the truth of God's word, the truth of his power, his authority and his dominion, what he has given to you, what he reminds us every day that he lives on the inside of us and he is greater than whom we face. Because so many times in the Bible, God's people were walking by sight. They were walking by how things looked. And when they, when they did that, they were deceived out of what was rightfully theirs. And it was that victory. I've given an example over and over again about the children of Israel when they were walking into the promised land and the, the spies went in and they saw the giants. The giants intimidated them. And they said, we were just, we were just lowly grasshoppers in their sight. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. They saw themselves as below their enemy. They saw themselves as inferior to the enemy, that there was nothing that the enemy, um, nothing they, they could do against the enemy. There was nothing that they could do. It was all in the enemy's power to control that land. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the enemy's power to control that land. It wasn't their authority and it wasn't their dominion. They could not have stayed there. Once God's people, I do believe, walked in there, they would have scattered just like the enemy always does because God was with them. 
And remember Rahab, Rahab told the spies that they came in the walls of Jericho before the walls of Jericho came down. And two of the um, Israelites went in and Rahab hid them. And one of the things that Rahab said, and this is very important for us to believe right now in this time of the shaking, I will get to what that means, what can be shaken will be. But God is showing us what is really going on right now. So in Joshua chapter two, look at what he says. Again, we cannot be deceived by what things look like and how things appear to be uh, with the enemies of almighty God. It says in Joshua chapter two and verse nine, and uh, said to the men, so Rahab was talking to the Israelites and she said, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you fallen on us, that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. Now, again, the enemies of Almighty God were faint-hearted at the sight of the Israelites because they knew that their God that they served and the God that was with them was greater than anything that they had. Now, it didn't look like that, but that's truly how it was. So in verse 10, Joshua chapter 2 and verse 10, we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites and who were on the other side of Jordan and Shehan and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. They knew that and they heard that no matter what the Israelites came up against, no matter what kind of battle, no matter what kind of army, it didn't matter. God's people, the Israelites, destroyed all of the enemies against them. Verse 11. And as soon as we heard these things, our hearts melted. Neither did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven, above and on the earth beneath. So outwardly, again, they were faint hearted. I believe with all my heart when Joshua and Caleb said, we are more than able to go into the promised land. I know that those giants would have scattered because they heard the report of what God had done for God's people in Egypt. These same demonic things, these same spirits, these same powers of the rulers of the darkness of this world are in this world today. Those same things are here today. And what they're trying to do is do the same thing as they did to the children in the land or in the wilderness try to intimidate you to make you think that they are in control and that they are bigger than you. And there's nothing that you can do. What are you going to do? Because you're just one small person. No, you are not. You are a child of the most high God. You have the greater one living on the inside of you. You have the most powerful weapon than any weapon in any of the arsenal of any enemy around the world. You have the, uh, the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. You have the name of Jesus, which is that name is above every name. And so even though it may look like our enemies are not afraid, it may look like they're not going to do anything and they're going to get exactly what they want. And they're not intimidated at all by our God. But that is a lie. 
Because just like what Rahab was showing them, it may look like your enemies were going to fight you. It may look like they were, you know, bold and arrogant, but really they were faint-hearted and afraid because they knew the God that you served. Why do you think that they have gotten into our churches? Because they don't want you to believe in this God. They don't want you to know the power and the authority of this God. They don't want you to know that the most high God is the most high God. And he is the one you believe in. That's why they're trying to change our Bibles. That's why they're trying to dilute them and bring them to nothing. That's why AI is trying to rewrite the entire Bible. That's what the globalists want. A one world religion. They want us to believe that we all serve the same one. And we don't. We serve the most high God. They do not. They serve our adversary, the devil. They serve the father of lies. That's why they are so full of deception. And that's why they cannot tell the truth. So when we have to do in this time period is to know that things are about to shake even greater. I have told many people, and this is not, again, don't relate to the side of fear. God is warning us about 2024. He said, yes, it's going to be the year of more. Because it is. We are going to see God do a lot of things. We've seen God do a lot of things in this year. The year of 2023 is a year to be free. And people automatically thought the year of 2023 is a year to be free. They automatically thought something else was going to take place. But God wasn't just talking about politics at all. God was talking about that he wants you free in your spirit. He wants you free in your mind. He wants you free, which is your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and emotions. God wants you free in your soul. He wants you free in your body. He wants you free socially. He wants you free financially. He wants you to take the freedoms that Jesus has already bought and died and paid for. He wants you to take them. He wants you to believe them. And he wants you to receive them. But a lot of people already pertain. This was, this was only going to be just politics. Well, it's not. It doesn't matter when all these things shift. Whether it's this year or next year. It doesn't matter. God is going to have his way. And so don't get stuck. Don't get worried about the fact of, and what if that doesn't happen before the end of the year? So what? We've held out this long. Hold on longer. God is perfecting your faith. God is wakening up the world to the truth. We have seen more exposure and more truth in this year than I think we've seen in so many years combined. Oh, the nares of the enemy are starting to explode. The people are starting to turn on them. Their own camp is turning on them. Things are changing. Things are shifting. And we are hearing more truth that is bringing more of a freedom. Don't try to interpret a prophetic word. Go ask God what it means. Go ask God what it means for you and what he wants you to hold on to and what he wants you to receive and what he wants you to believe. Don't get human reasoning involved. Believe and trust in God because God is doing a mighty thing. I'm telling you, since the beginning of this year, since right now we are on December 7th, the last month of the year, I have seen a great shift of good and bad, but I pay attention more to the good because I know God is at work. I've seen so many people that are waking up to the truth finally, turning off 
what they were leaning on and trusting in their own understanding. They're starting to trust in God. That is setting people free. So hold on because God is doing a mighty work. Now, I want to show you something that the Lord was bringing up to me this morning about shaking. And I will go over this prophetic word again that he had me remind me to give to you from last year. It's so profound. And it's so, just because you heard a prophetic word one time doesn't mean anything. You go back and you read them again. Study them out because there's always greater revelation. Now, in the shaking, what does this mean? When God talks about shaking, he talks about shaking in the Bible. And I'm going to give you a few scriptures regarding shaking. And he talked about shaking in a lot of these prophetic words. Shaking is the removal of whatever is imperfect or sinful. So removal of whatever is imperfect or sinful. And then also, and it says from both heaven and earth. Then it says the shaking of the heavens and earth means the destruction of the earthly powers that persecute God's people. And more importantly, destruction of evil powers that Satan and his angels and who stand behind his earthly powers control them. So what is shaking? It is to destroy the destruction of the earthly powers that persecute God's people. More importantly, the destruction of the evil powers, Satan and his angels, who stand behind earthly powers and control them. So the reason why there, why there is a shaking, it is to bring great destruction to the evil powers of this world, to the enemies of Almighty God. You saw, you can say, a shaking in the land of Egypt. That was shaking the evil and the demonic forces that the Egyptians were controlled by shaking their control and their power over God's people and destroying it. That's what Exodus was about. There was a great shaking in the land of Egypt with all the plagues. And so God's even been talking to us and many of these prophetic words about biblical, wash things, a biblical will be in the news. We have seen, I don't know how many headlines that I've done when I, do, I was doing prophecy, Phil Phil all the time. Biblical plagues, people were saying about this, about locusts and about flies and about all these things that were going on, crazy things that were going on worldwide with the weather and with insects and all these different things all over to get our attention. It was a total biblical proportions of what they were saying. God is getting our attention. He's been saying this in prophetic words, and now we're seeing a lot of these things in the news. So again, the shaking of heaven and earth means the destruction of the earthly powers that prosecute or persecute God's people, and more importantly, destruction of the evil powers, Satan and his angels, who stand behind the earthly powers that control them. And another thing, what shaking means, that time his voice shook the earth. Remember, when God speaks, when he was in, when the children of Israel were by Mount Sinai, remember when Moses heard God speak. Okay. Moses heard God speak, but everybody else heard uh, thunder. All right. It says at the time, the voice shook the earth. 
But now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken. That is created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. So what this is talking about is when God has been speaking to us, what can be shaken will be shaken. But what cannot be shaken will remain. God inside of us, God inside of us, we will remain. We will be stand fast and we will not be moved. Those who believe and trust and rely on God to have that firm focus foundation of the Father. When everything is shaking around you and everything looks to be abnormal or darker or going in a crazy direction, you will have that firm fo focus foundation on God and you will not be moved. Things are shaking across this earth to destroy the power of the evil against you, against our governments, against our nations, against our children. God is shaking this earth and all that's in this earth to destroy the power of the evil that is controlling us. That's why everything has to shake. Not only to destroy the power of the wicked and their control over us, but it's also to wake people up out of a sleep. You know how sometimes if you have to, somebody's like this really like deep, deep sleep, sometimes you have to wake them up, you just kind of shake them a little bit when they're laying in their bed. That's what God is doing. God is shaking people up who have been in a spiritual sleep, who have not realized what's truly going on in this earth. So I want to read a couple of scriptures to you about shaking. Now, in the book of Haggai, this is extremely important right now because it talks about shaking everything and the shaking the desires of all things upon this earth. Now look, in Haggai chapter 2, look what this says. Haggai chapter 2 and verse 6. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Yet once more in a little while, I will shake and make tremble the starry heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and the desire of the precious things of all nations shall come in. I will fill this house with splendor, says the Lord of hosts. Look what he says in verse 8. Now he says, the desire or the precious things of all nations shall come in. What is the desire and the precious things of nations? Money and power. Then he goes on to say in verse 8, The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The latter glory of this house, with the successor to which Jesus came, shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace and prosperity, says the Lord of hosts. There's a lot of things that are going to shake. And not just like an earthquake. Now, God has been showing us there has been a lot of earthquakes in various places. And they are actually intensifying. I can't remember where it was that somebody sent me a prophecy fulfilled about how many earthquakes were in us. I think it was the Philippines. But how many uh, earthquakes they had in, in a one day. It was absolutely crazy. God is waking people up. Some of these shakings, again, are not for destruction. But some of these shakings are to get 
people awake. Same thing with volcanic eruptions, same thing with wild and crazy weather, same thing with what's going on in the nations, with the governments and, and the tyranny and all these type of things. Because now people, God has been saying in many different prophetic words about a resistance was growing, a rebellion was growing against the tyranny, against the evil, against these people who are trying to destroy our freedom. If we all know that we are free now, if we all know that it is a power and it is a gift that God has given to us because of what Jesus did for us, then we will not give in and give up to what they are trying to do. We will not submit to their power or to their control. Now, it's crazy. When people in the world, especially in the body of Christ, when they hear the truth like this and they, you know, just um, shove it away and say, that's just crazy. That's just crazy talk. Why? Because it's going cross grain with what's going on in the world. It doesn't add up, right? Well, when darkness is going on, we should be talking about darkness. Impossible situation and things that are going on that are crazy. We should be talking about all that. We should be getting into fear and, and worry. That's what some of the church is telling you. But we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. So where is the church? Why are they not walking by faith? Why are they walking by sight? Because the world has deceived people into so many things and giving in to what you see and to what you feel and to the five physical senses to believe and trust in that more than what God is saying. God's saying he's going to shake. I will shake all nations and the desires of all precious things of all nations shall come in. He also told us yesterday that he was cutting them off and bringing them to nothing. I want to read that scripture again to you. And um, Psalm 33. Psalm 33 and verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it was stood fast. The Lord brings a council of the nations to nothing. So again, when everything that can be shaken will be, what he's saying right here is the removal of whatever is imperfect or sinful, both from heaven and earth. He said the shaking of the heavens and the earth means the destruction of the earthly powers and the, the, the persecute God's people and more importantly, destruction of the evil powers of Satan and his angels who stood behind the earthly powers that control them. So when God is shaking, this is not for us. This is not for us. This is for the enemies of Almighty God. Now I want to read another scripture about shaking. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12. And it's verse 26. Hebrews 12, verse 26. Remember, I was just talking to you about the voice of God, how it shook. He was, remember, they had to make a decision which report they believed. Now, verse 26, then at Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now he's given a promise. Yet once more, I will shake and make tremble, not only the earth, but also the starry heavens. Verse 27. Now this expression, yet once more, indicates that the final removal and transformation of all that can be shaken, that is for all which has been created in order that what cannot be shaken 
may remain and continue. God's body is not going to be shaken. Especially when we have our faith and trust in God. And we are in one with the head, which is Jesus. He is the head and we are the body. Jesus could not be shaken and he wouldn't be. And we are supposed to be like Christ. We are supposed to receive his name, receive the blood covenant, receive that we are the body and the body should be attached with the head, which he is the head. We are Christians, Christ-like. That means Jesus, when Jesus told his, his disciples in Matthew, this is what it means to be Christ-like. In Matthew, uh, verse, uh, sorry, Matthew 28, Matthew 28. Look what he said, Matthew 28. When everything that can be, look what he's saying here. Look what we told his disciples. He said, verse 18, Matthew 28, verse 18. Jesus approached and said, breaking the silence and said to them, all authority, all power of rule in heaven and in earth has been given to me. Then he says, go then. Make disciples of all nations. And he says, baptizing them into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. Behold, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion to very close consumption of the age. He said, you go, but in his name, and in his name has all power and rule and all authority and in heaven and earth that has been given to Jesus. And Jesus gave us his name, the name above every name. And when we are sitting there and we are saying the name of Jesus and we are just pulling down, remember God said that we're pulling down and we're denying the power of the enemy and we're rooting them out and we're destroying their foundations and destroying their walls by that name. And God is saying, no matter what it looks like, the enemies are in panic. No matter what it looks like, the enemies are in fear because the one who controls them is fear. And so when we have faith, faith destroys fear. And so when we are speaking the word of God, we're declaring the word of God and we're using that weapon, which is the sword of the spirit. And we're using it against the enemies of almighty God. It's destroying them and it's bringing them into a panic. Think of what Rahab told God's people. They were faint hearted. Our enemies are faint hearted because they know. They may be so arrogant and cocky and they may think that they can do whatever they want and be bold and say, you know what? We are gods, but there's still fear in them. There's still fear in them because the one who controls them is fear. If we sat there and if we knew just like what Pharaoh said in Exodus chapter one, Listen to these words, because God said that these people are the pharaohs of today. The ones who we see before us. He said, verse 9, Exodus 1 and verse 9. He said to his people, behold, the Israelites are too many. And they're too mighty for us. And they outnumber us both in people and in strength. Pharaoh knew. Now, did it look like Pharaoh was afraid of them? No. Pharaoh made their life 
horrible. He made their life just so he overburdened them. He tormented them. He oppressed them. He killed them. He was afraid of them. Just like these pharaohs of old, right now, they're just like it. The pharaohs of today are just like the pharaohs of old. I'm going to read that again. Exodus chapter 1, verse 9. He said to his people, Behold, the Israelites are too many. They're too mighty for us. They outnumber us both in people and in strength. And then he says in verse 10, Come, let us deal swirly with, with them, lest they multiply more and more. Should war befall, look at what he's saying. Let war, war, war befall us, that they join our enemies and fight against us and escape out of this land. They were afraid that the Israelites were going to realize who they were. They outnumbered and they had more power than Pharaoh did in all of his men. And they could have gotten other people against them and they could have fought with war and destroyed Egypt. Destroyed that kingdom. They knew it. You have to realize our enemies know that we are more in number. Why do you think they shout so loudly? Why do you think they're like Goliath? They intimidate, they bully, they lie. They get you to believe in their power and how big they are and how much control they have when really they don't. They want, it's like an illusion. They want you to believe it. And if you believe it, then you will give into it. So then in verse 11, so they set over the Israelites taskmasters to afflict and oppress them with increased burdens. And the Egypt or the Israelites built a python and Ramesses as store cities for Pharaoh. They made them slaves. They control them, made them slaves. Why did they make them slaves? They made them slaves so they would submit to the power of Pharaoh. And they would get into so much fear that they wouldn't resist. Our enemies want to get us into so much fear that we won't resist. They want us to truly believe that they are bigger, they are stronger, and they outnumber us. When in fact, it's the exact opposite. They, have made, they may have, it looks like the power of governments, the power of the news media, social media, and Hollywood alike. But even with all those sources combined, it's nothing to the power of Almighty God. And that greater one lives in you. That greater one, the Most High God, is your Father. He's on your side. And he's guaranteed you power, authority, dominion over your adversary. We have to fight back like we have never fought back before. We have to not be intimidated. We have to not grow in fear or worry about what it looks like or what things may co be coming upon this earth. God said it's judgment. We will see great and mighty judgment. We will see it, but we are not partakers of it. Remember that we are in this world, but we are not of it. So when things are shaking all around us, when God is removing the power and the control of the evil over you, over our nations, 
We have to remind ourselves that we are not a part of that shaking. So when God is destroying the power of the evil, he is perfecting and bringing us up in our most holy faith. He's strengthening us in his name, in his love, in his truth. So we won't back off. And so in this time of shaking, we are immovable. And that is our future. Our future is victory and our enemies defeat. Remember when God said the enemies you see today, you won't see again? Well, that is going to happen. Whether it looks like it, whether it feels like it or not, God is dealing with the enemies of Almighty God. He always has. Not one time did he let his people down when he said, I am going to deliver you. When God said in the New Testament, in 2 Corinthians 2, 14, that he always leads you into triumph, he always leads you into triumph. That means you are not appointed to a defeat. You are not going to be let down by God. God is not going to leave you or forsake you in the situations that you are in or the situations that our, that our nations are in. That's not God. God is victory. And so I want to read something else to you. Again, one of my favorite scriptures. I'm going to go back over this uh, part of that prophetic word again here um, in a second. Luke 18, remember the consistent widow woman. She just would not leave this judge alone. This was a parable that Jesus was speaking about. We are being consistent. We won't back off. We're not, we're not backing down. We're holding that line. We're fighting a good fight of faith. God's not going to let us down. If we don't quit, we win. But if you quit, you lose. Quit should not be in our vocabulary. Quit should not be in our, our mind ever. Quit should not be something that we ever think about. Quit is something that enemies have to do. Now, Luke 18 and verse 1, and also Jesus told them a parable to the effect they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. Jesus was giving them a, a, this parable because he knew at some point the enemy was, was going to try to do so many things to you to grow faint, to lose heart, and to give up. In verse two, he said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither reverenced or feared God nor respected or considered man. So he was a selfish, inhumane person. How many judges are we seeing like that now? A lot. Now watch what happens. In verse three, and there was a widow in the city who kept coming to him saying, protect and defend and give me justice against my adversary. In verse four, and for a time he would not, but latter he said to himself, though I have neither reverence or fear for God, nor respect or consideration for man. Verse five, yet because this widow continues to bother me, I will defend and protect and avenge her, lest she gives me intolerable annoyance and wear me out by her continual coming, or at the last she come and rail on me and assault me or strangle me. He was annoyed by her because she kept coming and saying, protect and defend me. And because he was so annoyed by her, he eventually protected and defended her. Now read on. This is a parable. This is what Jesus was giving them. Verse six. Then he said, then the Lord said, listen, 
Remember when Jesus said, if you guys have ears to hear, let them hear. If you have ears to hear, let them hear. He's not just talking about physical ears. He's talking about spiritual ears. He said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And then will not our just God. So he said, okay, the unjust judge said, I'm going to give this person protection. I'm going to avenge her because she's annoying me. I'm going to bring down justice in her, on her behalf. Then in verse seven says, and will not our just God. Now God is the judge over all the earth. God's a just God. God is not an un inhumane. God is not a, a selfish person like this person was. He says, and will not our just God defend and protect and avenge his elect, his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? Then he says, eight, I will tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. So an unjust judge will do it. Why would God, our just judge, not do it for us? Why would he not defend? Why would he not de uh, de protect the ones who are crying out to him day and night? People all over the world are crying out to him day and night about vengeance. And they're crying out to him about protection and deliverance. And God even said in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 30, vengeance is mine. God is a just judge. The foundation of his throne is justice and righteousness. So even though we've seen all this evil, that's why there's a shaking in our governments, a shaking in our judicial system, a shaking in the seven mountains of influence, a shaking to eradicate and destroy the evil and its power and its control over us because it shouldn't have been. God's body, the body of Christ, should have taken their power and authority and dominion just like Adam should have. If Adam should have known his power and authority and dominion against that serpent, he could have casted him out and it would have ha wouldn't have happened. Even if Eve would have eaten that fruit and Adam said, get out of here, God would have upheld the dominion and power and authority that Adam had and that serpent wouldn't have been able to be let, let, let back in. We have to learn from the mistakes of those before us. Just like with Israelites, God's will was for them to go right from the promised land or right from the Israel uh, uh, Exodus, right into the promised land. Right from Egypt to the promised land in the book of Exodus, that's where they were supposed to go. That was God's will. God's will for us is he's saying, I want you to have that promised land. Not just a way, a land, but a way of life. He wants us to have what Jesus has already done for us. He's already sacrificed for us. He's already given us that victory. That's why God said, don't give in to this. Galatians 5 and verse 1. Galatians 5 and verse 1 says, this is the Amplified. It says, in this freedom, Christ has made us free and completely liberated us. Stand fast and do not be hampered and held as snared and submit again to a yoke of slavery, which you have once put off. They are trying to put a yoke of slavery. They're trying to control you. They're trying to, to, to take your freedom away. And Jesus said, don't. Right here. In this freedom, Christ has made us free. He reminded us of this. Do you remember when Jesus said to them, 
Go, go in my name with all power, authority, and rule. Go. And now Galatians is saying, in this freedom, Christ has made us free and completely liberated us. Also, you can read in John. John 16, 33. I read this over and over again. I told you guys this before. I wrote this time and time again when I was in a dark place. I have told you these things, John 16, 33, that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain and undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I've deprived of its power to harm you and I've conquered it for you. Where in that scripture did it says to give up and quit? Where in that scripture does it say that God is not going to save us, that God is not going to deliver us, that God is not going to protect us? It doesn't. He says right here, be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, certain and undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I deprived it of its power to harm you, and I've conquered it for you. God has conquered this for us. He is doing something about it. Whether it looks like it or not, it doesn't matter. God is doing it. Have that firm foundation on him. Let me read. Um, hmm. Trying to figure out which scripture. Okay. First John. Now he's been saying he said he's overcome the world. Jesus said he overcame the world for us. He's a pride of, it's a power to harm us. Now go read first John five in verse one. Everyone who believes, adheres to, trusts, relies on the fact that Jesus is the Christ Messiah, is born again, child of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the, the one born of him and his offspring. Offspring. 1 John 5, verse 1. Now, read 1 John 5, verse 4. For whatever is born of God is victorious over the world, and this is a victory that conquers the world, even our faith. We're world overcomers. Jesus has made us world overcomers. We're in this world, remember, but we are not of it. That's in John 17. We talked about that yesterday. So 1 John 5, verse 5. Who is it that is victorious over the world that, con that conquers the world, but also, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God who adheres to, trusts in, relies on that fact? Who conquers the world? People who are in the body of Christ that believe and trust in God. We are world overcomers. So I want to read this prophetic word again. So now that I gave you the scripture, Let's read what God said. This is from, um, hold on, let me get the right one out because I just, where'd that one go? I have other ones out too. Here we go. Okay. This is a shakeup is coming to the government of the United States. This is from December 28th of 2022. 
For I, the Lord, this day am telling my children to prepare for what is coming. Now stop right there for a second. God has been warning us and he's been preparing. He, sa he says, prepare. He's been also telling us to brace for impact. So I want to read something to you. Let's look up the word prepare. Make something ready for use and consideration. Make someone ready or able to deal with something. God right now is telling us to prepare, which means to make someone ready or able to deal with something. God wants us to be able to deal with this, to overcome it, to not be a part of it. So he says, prepare for what is coming. Now, what is coming? Prepare for a great shaking. We talked about a shaking that's destroying the power of the evil and its control over the world, but also waking people in the body of Christ up who have been asleep. That's a po point of the shaking. A great shift, a great exchange, a great overturning, a great shock is coming. I've told you, my children, about what the enemies were trying to do, what they have been attempting to pull off worldwide. I have been warning you that what you can be shaken will be. Now, again, that's the world. We are world overcomers. We are in this world, but we are not of it. So we are not a part of that shaking. So then he goes on to say, so remember to stand, remember my words, remember your authority. It's imperative for you to know the power of my name and the power of the blood of Jesus. The time has come to choose what you believe and what side you are on. Something big is about to shake my eagle, my United States. The shaking, now look, what he just said about the definition of shaking, look what he's saying. Someone's going to shake the United States, and he said the shaking will expose. We've seen a great exposure in this last year. He said the shaking will expose, the shaking will bring truth to destroy every lie. That's exactly what's happening. He says it will bring a shock to this world about what they pulled off in front of you and what their next plans were against you and against this world. That's what we're going to be in shock over because this is going to be exposed. And then, of course, it says another virus. This was December of last year. Another virus. Yes. And more than one. Shortages that would bring starvation to the world while they lay up and continue to pile up food and products for themselves when the world suffered and died. That's the plan of the enemy. They lied and have stolen from you in every way possible. They are liars. They, their power, their control, their governments, their court system, their social media companies, their news agencies, their major corporations, Hollywood, and many governments around the world with all their liars, thieves, and murderers. Don't give in to their lies anymore. They lie every day and in every way to keep their control over you. Do you hear that? They use lying manipulation to control the masses. That's what that's saying. That's why he's telling us right here, wake up to the truth. Wake up to my authority that I have given to you. Wake up now, my children, from sleep that has kept you under their submission and caused so many people to surrender. It's coming, the end to all of this, but it will get bumpy. 
Now this is a warning again. It will shake like never before. Unusual things will intensify. News reports will scream the worst of times, but it's a lie. Now the news media is going to scream it's the worst of times. And God is saying it's a lie. To keep you where you are. That's why I repeat all the time so that it is great, or so it gets down, sorry, excuse me, so it gets down in your heart where your enemies cannot steal it. For you to stand and not to lay down and quit and give in to their subduction and their control. My children, the time has come for your for you to war like never before. Now, what does that mean to war like never before? To pray, to stand on the word of God to praise and thank the Lord God for all that he has done and all that he is doing. Because remember, praise destroys the power of the enemy. It sets ambushes up against them, just like it did in 2 Chronicles 20. It destroys them. Praise like never before. That's how another reason how we war. Uh, another way how we war. Now it says, use my name like never before. Fight like never before. Darkness will appear to overtake my nation. I would say in this world, in this last year or so, it's also looked a lot darker. But he says, look, for all my children, oh, sorry, sorry, hold on a minute. So darkness will appear to overtake my nation, but when that happens, my light will come and destroy their darkness once and for all. So when it looks like it's darker, and it looks like it's overtaken this nation and around the world. God said, my light will come and destroy their darkness once and for all. So my children, I say again, to get to know me today like never before. Get to know my word today to know the truth. So in this time of intense shaking, you won't shake at all. If you know the truth, you will not shake. You will not get into fear and you will not comply to that lie. It's time for my church to be in control. It's time for my church to know who they are. It's time for my church to fight. It's time for my church to take back what belongs to them and take it all back now. The power, the wealth, the governments, the news media, social media, the corporate world, take it back. It was never meant for Satan and his people. My children, I have given you everything on this earth to spread my good news. The world kept my church poor so they couldn't obey my command and fulfill these assignments. They stole your churches. They stole money through deception and lies to take all. So he said, so take it all back now. It's time for my church to rise and be the church that hell will not prevail against. Saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Now again, that is only part of that prophetic word. God is telling us about shaking. Now in the last paragraph of this prophetic word, says, a shakeup is coming to the government of the United States. A shakeup that will bring the corruption down for good. It'll bring great restoration. So do not give up now, my children. I am bringing justice. I am bringing, I am judging. I am cleansing all that has held you. Do not give in to their control. Fight with my name and my word. Take what is already yours, saith the Lord. God wins, and that's all we need to know. If we have that in our hearts, if we have that and we truly believe and trust in that fact, 
we will not be shaken. We will not be moved. Things are going to intensify. I want to read, um, look up that definition for you really quick because God keeps using that word. Intensify, become more intense or, um, let's see, let's see here. I want to use a, become greater, more serious, more extreme, and to make, uh, something, uh, do this. So fighting around. So, okay. So become greater, more serious or more extreme, or to make something do something to make someone do something. So again, things are become greater and more serious and more extreme. Now that to some people are going to relate to the fact that it's going to get worse. It's going to uh, look darker. It's going to get, you know, doom and gloom, give up. And these are not that time. This is not that time. It may be time for that because the judgment of the world of the people of the world, but not for the body of Christ and against the enemies of almighty God. So God is saying judgment is coming. God is saying darkness is coming. God is saying shaking is coming to shake the control of the evil and judgment. So remind yourself of the book of Exodus. He goes back to Exodus all the time. I love that book. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible of all time because it's showing God and how powerful he is that he can shake a nation and he can uh, deliver a nation in one day. He can free them from everything that they had been um, enduring for 425 years. And God is saying he can do that again because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So we have to realize who the God that we serve is, how powerful he is, how good that he is, and then he's on your side. And then he's not going to let you down. He will not forsake you. He is the ultimate victory and our enemy's ultimate defeat. God is our ultimate victory, but he is the end and he is the ultimate defeat of the enemy because the enemy cannot get past God. So I want you to really get into these scriptures, study these scriptures about what God is saying. So there's so many Christians that are thinking nothing's going to happen, but that's not what God says in his word anywhere. God never says he's going to leave you. God never says darkness ever wins or evil ever wins over good. It's never going to happen. That's where deception can get you. So I want you to focus on the goodness of Almighty God and what he's promised each and every one of you. Now I want to pray over you that you receive, that you will be unshakable, that you will not be moved, that you will not be um, in fear or worry or unbelief, no matter what you see. That God is going to bring that joy, that strength into you. God's peace that passes all understanding. And you are on the right side of things, especially when you're trusting and believing in God. So Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I lift up every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Father God, that you are bringing down the pharaohs of today. You are bringing down the giants of today. We thank you, Father God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, Father God, that El Shaddai, the God who nothing is impossible, is removing all the impossible situations in our life and in our nations. We thank you, Father God, that we shout for victory, that we shout for that victory because you are Jehovah Nissi. You are our banner, you are our victory. And we thank you, Father God, that we proclaim and decree that you are showing up and you're showing off. We thank you, Father God, that nothing is impossible to you or for you. And we thank you that good 
will always conquer, always conquer evil. We thank you, Father God, that nothing and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, that we are fully awake in you, that we know this truth. That truth is setting us free. That truth is a foundation in our hearts that we will not be shaken. While you are shaking this earth and shaking everything uh, evil in this earth, Father God, we thank you that we will not be moved because we have that foundation on you and your truth is setting us free. And so we thank you, Father God, right now in Jesus' name. No matter what's been trying to hold your people back, no matter what's trying to, to, to hold them in fear and doubt and worry, unbelief, depressions and spirit of heaviness, anything, sickness and disease and torment or affliction. It is a lie from the pit of hell because you said whom the sun sets free is free indeed. We don't have to wait for our freedoms. We are free now. We thank you, Father God, that we know that we have freedom now and that is nothing that the enemies can take away. We thank you that we have that belief. We have that trust and that freedom that Jesus has already set us free. We receive it. And we thank you, Father God, the foundation of the enemy, their lies, their narratives, their foundation is crumbling at the sound of your name. The foundation is crumbling when we are speaking your word. We are declaring, we are decreeing, we are praising and worshiping you. We thank you, Father God, that you don't fail and that you have not quit on us and we won't quit on you. And we thank you, Father God, that you will never forsake us and leave us alone and leave us in this darkness or this frustration or these tests and trials because you've already overcome the world. We thank you for cutting our enemies off. We thank you for bringing them to nothing. And we thank you that we are more God inside minded, that we are not alone in anything we face. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Well, again, I hope it's encouraged you today. And I want you to share with people who are discouraged, who are overwhelmed, who are even blind to the truth because God's word. That's why I always bring you back to his word.